0: hey Devin. yes luke you've heard of birds of prey but have you heard of birds of prey oh jesus he is a bird he is dying for the lord he's also dying for your sins and there are 12 other birds with him the birds of prey the birds of prey we're doing a tie into to the birds of prey. The birds of prey. The birds of prey. We're doing a tie into to the birds of prey. Are you still there, Luke? How's that old?
1: What? Oh, you're actually still there. That's surprising. I assume that she would have just been dragged down to
0: hell for that. Ha ha ha! No, I'm actually ascending into heaven, but I'm getting stuck along the way. Uh, but yeah, You're not this lovematic is... grandpa, Luke. Mm-hmm. Oh, why Socratic grandpa? Yeah, you ate him. Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, this is our Birds of Prey bonus episode. Wah, wah, wah! Where we are covering Black Canary Ignite. And, Devin, what is one thing that we both love? Teen drama. We do love our teen drama. Uh, This teen drama take on Black Canary was written by Meg Cabot, with illustrations by Kara McGee, colors by Caitlin Quirk, and letters by Clayton Cowles. No longer VC's Clayton Cowles, he is his own Clayton.
1: Good for you, Clayton. Mm -hmm. Meg Cabot, writer of the hit. Book series turned Anne Hathaway film franchise, The Princess Diaries. Also, the Avalon High series, which I didn't know was the books, but then got turned into a Disney Channel original movie. Most likely on Disney Plus.
0: It was fun. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, Dinah Lance and her friends V. Ramirez and Kat Von Dorn are teens living in Gotham City in a nicer neighborhood and are playing in a yet unnamed band. Her father, Detective Lance, comes in from trying to find the Joker and isn't happy to hear her playing music, though her mom is more supportive. Also, the comic never really addresses what her mom's name is. Yeah. Do you know what her mom's name is? I'm assuming it's Laurel, but... No, it's also Diana. Oh. Maybe that apparently comics. Are I, I assume
1: they're just going for the, Laurel Lance since they didn't. They did the Diana Lance, but I guess not.
0: Yeah, the I was also looking more at the
1: fact that her father looks pretty much identical to Commissioner Gordon. Jim yeah.
0: Gordon. Oh, this is his nice yeah. family. This is his rich family. Jim Gordon can have a nice family as a treat.
1: This is his one good universe.
0: <laughs> this is where Jim Gordon hides all of his money. And that's why his other family has to live in the poorer part mm-hmm. of Gotham, not the suburbs. Nope. The news comes that Principal Vogel has asked them to play in the Battle of the Bands at the end of the Career Dreams and Pathways week. Dinah wants to be a cop, but her dad doesn't want her to be one because of how dangerous Gotham City is, which is fair. Very fair. Also, all cops are bastards. Hell yeah. Uh, Dinah wants to be a hero even though she doesn't have any powers, and her friends agree that they also want to help people whether it's through fighting crime or cheerleading or dentistry. As her friends leave, Dinah is unaware that she is being watched. Who do you think is watching her, Luke?
1: Barbara Gordon. That would make sense. Mm-hmm. She wants to know how her better sister is living.
0: <laughs> sisters,
1: sisters. At the career fair, Dinah, Kat, and V meet up. Kat asks Dinah to come to cheer practice before they start discussing bad names. Steve, a jerk teen, calls them freaks, so Dinah flips him into a trash can, and when she calls him a freak, the trophy case glass explodes, showering them in glass. Principal Vogel comes out to check the noise and blames Dinah since she was also around when her world's best principal mug broke. Vogel then makes Diana sweep up the broken glass, which is wild to have a teen handle that kind of task.
0: Yeah, I... Like, that's just asking oh, for a lawsuit Hundred percent. Like, if she gets injured, your ass oh, is so fired. fired. Especially when it's like, oh, I think that she caused this glass to explode. And also my coffee cup. Also, for some reason, I'm holding a... Band practice at the end of career week.
1: Yeah. Principal Vogel's confusing at times.
0: (laughs) Principal Vogel has a Oh,
1: 100%. You know that that's actually what the uh, world's best principal mug was. It was a flask.
0: Principal Vogel came out in a dress that sort of looked like she just had a Mm. bathrobe wrapped around her. Principal Vogel was sleeping in her office because that is the only place she can afford because the U.S. public education system is Bam. horribly underfunded. At the cheerleading tryouts, Coach Choi
1: has Kat lead the other girls trying out and Dinah gets into the cheering and causes the glass backboard to shatter and everyone else to fall down when she cheers. Vogel hears and calls her to her office, but this time calls her parents. Principal Vogel thinks that is powers, but Detective Lance denies it, and Diana's mom threatens to call the district attorney, Janet Van Dorn, who is also Kat's mom.
0: Janet Van Dorn was previously seen in Batman, the animated series. That's cool. I did not know that. Yeah, I was trying to Google if the names were anybody who existed before, and...
1: I consider that, but then I did not.
0: That's what makes you and I different, Devin, because <laughs> when I yep. read it, work. It's technically time theft. And when you read at work, it's on the job training.
1: Bam. Very true. Today I read the entire first volume of Sailor Moon for a program. Which version? There's more than one version of the manga?
0: Mm-hmm. Is there? I believe so. Is it the one where it has to exp- no. is it the one where it explains what a answering machine is? No apparently Kaylee our friend from Exide was reading a iteration of the sailor moon that in the back had like cultural references because normally it's like, Oh, here's what this highly specific Japanese references. But then also because so many kids are young now it had to explain what a answering machine was.
1: Oh, it might've been in there. I didn't actually read that part in the back. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. After school, Dina, Cat, and Veer are hanging and talking about how they think that Dinah might have telepathy when Miss Bonner invites Dinah to join choir. When she leaves, Cat wants to prove that Diana has power and throws a cupcake at a black canary. Dinah screams and breaks the cupcake up, and when she's angry the cat would attack a bird. Fair. Very fair.
0: Also it's a waste of cupcake.
1: Very much so. Especially because later she says that her mom only makes the best cupcakes.
0: After school, Dinah is working at her mom's shop, Sherwood Florist, when a mysterious woman in a cloak comes in asking for Black Canary and threatening to destroy her world. She shoots fire, so Dinah yells at the figure, knocking her out of the shop as her mom comes up from the basement. Her mom reveals to Dinah that she was the original Black Canary, because she wanted to be a cop, but was rejected for her gender. All cops are bastards, and so she became a vigilante, which is where she met her husband. She explains They're that also Dinah... a bastard. Mm-hmm. She explains that Dinah has the same genetic mutation as her, and when her dad finds out, he is excited and they celebrate after putting a all points bulletin out on the attacker. At school, Cat and V are suspicious about the attack on the flower shop. And that is when Coach Grant, who is a hunk, pulls her aside while Cat and V are relaxing because Dinah's parents asked him to talk to her. He reveals that he is Wildcat and has a transforming tracksuit, which hunk, hunk, hunk. And he notes that the mysterious figure Bonfire is about to attack Cat and V. Dinah steps in to try and make space between Cat and V and Bonfire and she screams, causing the bleachers where they were to collapse. And as they start looking for Coach Grant, he shows back up and sends everybody inside. He blames the collapse on an earthquake and privately tells Dinah that she needs to learn how to control her powers. Dinah starts practicing combat with Coach Grant and singing with Miss Bonner, who notices that she's trying not to sing too loudly. Bonner convinces Dinah to sing out, which... Causes her to shatter all the mirrors in the room, but she is excited that she'll be able to help Dinah to learn more control. When Dinah arrives late to band practice with her friends, though, she tries to lie about where she was and gets caught by Cat. They then find a box on the patio with a note reading "I'll get you next." And when Dinah looks inside, she finds a black canary trick. And Dinah tries to hide it from her friends, who are angry that she isn't sharing things with them. So Cat. Kicks Dinah out of the band the day before the concert. They (sighs) still don't have a name. That night, Dinah's mom comes in to check on her and the baby bird and plans to have her move down to Florida with her grandmother until Bonfire is arrested. After Dinah packs, her dad is driving her to the airport with the Black Canary when they see the flower shop is smoking and find that her mom is missing. Dinah rushes in, and they find a note threatening Dinah to come to school, so she takes her mom's costume and puts it on before sneaking over there. There, Kat is forced to apologize by V to Dinah, and Dinah tries to explain that she needs to meet someone, and her friends try and talk to her to find out what's going on when she bumps into Principal Vogel, who mentions how she thought that Dinah was moving to Florida in front of her friends, and then drags Dinah to her office. Once there, Dinah sees her mom tied up and realizes that Bonfire is her principal out for revenge on her mom. They get into a fight and Dinah eventually launches her out of the school and into her dad's police car where she gets extinguished. Meanwhile, Kat and V are worried about having to go up on stage without Dinah when Dinah rushes in to perform with them as the band that went before them, Green Arrow, wraps up. Donna explains that she isn't moving now and Miss Bonner cheers her on and Coach Grant gives her a guitar from her dad and they rock out after Dina decides to name the band Black Canary. Very good. It's like simple but entertaining. I, I the it's continuity hot- nerd in me wants it to make more sense but I'm not the audience and that sort of thing is not required.
1: Yeah, it's not the best one of the YA books that they've been writing recently. But it's still, it's decent.
0: Yeah. You can give this to a reader and then they'll be like, oh, where is Bonfire from? And then it'll be like, oh, Bonfire is a original character created for this comic. Sorry. Nice. Mm -hmm.
1: Also, her plan was a little weird, but.
0: (laughs) She just wanted revenge and yeah, there wasn't a lot more to it.
1: I agree, but I, I was confused when she broke out because just the way that the dad mentioned her escaping at the same time as the Joker would have meant she was only out on the street for like a couple weeks. Did you say Im- that?
0: I didn't remember that.
1: When she mentions, oh, it's like when they say she fought that. Oh, that uh, she fl- uh, threw fire. The dad makes a comment, oh, Bonfire must have escaped during the prison break, too.
0: Oh, yeah, that would have been weird if she's been, like, the principal for a while.
1: Yeah, yeah, but that's the thing. It's like, but they make it seem like she's been the principal for, like, quite some time.
0: Which is it,
1: America?
0: Uh, yeah. And
1: also, if you have your mom, the woman who actually did... Hurt you, would you just want to get revenge on her just by getting her.
0: Well, I mean, she yeah, the the revenge plot, she should have just like come back and burnt down the flower shop for real. Mm-hmm. Like she also knew where everybody lived and could have lit the house on fire, but I guess that's a bit too real for an all-ages book. Yeah. Cowards. Nobody wants a crime orphan from fire. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's uh, like yeah, it's like you know, it feels like you could have just got it and uh, got them all while they slept. Mm-hmm. She's bad and at her. Children, job. The children need to know about the possibility of this.
0: Uh, all right. Well, uh, let's figure out where we are going to rank this story on Trials of the Multiverse. Uh so. Teens, 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 teens. Um, teens. Okay, yeah, it's definitely not heroes level. Nope. Um. Let's look up fan fiction. Um. How do you feel about it compared to that Squirrel Girl versus Miss Marvel fanfic? Uh yeah, it's about on par with that. Uh that's right above Eminem slash Punisher, which I'd say this is better than Eminem slash Punisher, though a very different type of better. Yeah. Uh above that is Heroes Age in Real Time, Earth two zero zero five one
1: five.
0: Yeah. A little better. Okay, how do you feel about it compared to Viva Las Vegas? Uh, the ending that I gave it about Elsa Bloodstone and zombies on lizards. Better. Uh, Hydra Sue's world from Exiles. Not as good as Hydra Sue. Uh, Captain Marvel's groovy dark universe adventure. Not as good as that one. Uh, Michelangelo was an orange lantern. Better. Alright, so our new number 175 is Earth BCI Black Canary Ignite. And yeah, that wraps us up. Uh, Go see Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey movie that's coming out or that is out. Devin, where can people find you online?
1: And then go see Sonic the Hedgehog next weekend.
0: Sonic you... the Hedgehog, he just can't stop nutting down, loud, down, down, down,
1: That was weirdly sexual, fluke hair. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, he's just making baby nuts, like baby Mr. Peanut. He was an abomination.
1: First off, that was a disappointing commercial.
0: I haven't seen it yet, but I do keep telling the social media team at work that they should just start a flame war with the baby Mr. Peanut and tell him that it should die. They they like wow. the baby peanut.
1: For me, because he went out in an explosion, you could have easily turned it into a fun joke about being dry roasted. And and you missed that.
0: Yeah. Uh, so is did they just find a new peanut, or did like the old Mister Peanut like break in half and there's a baby nut inside?
1: Oh, here. Okay, so here's how it goes: They're all at Mister Peanut's funeral. Uh huh. But you have other, um, like celebrity like mascots for other products, such as Mister Clean mm-hmm. and, and the Kool Aid Man. And the Kool Aid Man, Kool Aid Man, cries, and his tears fall into. Mr. Peanut's grave
0: mm-hmm.
1: which caused him to grow and become Mr. Peanut baby Mr. Peanut
0: so is it just a son or a reincarnation I believe a
1: reincar- the way that they made it seem it seemed like it was supposed to just be a re- uh, reincarnation
0: so this is like when Magneto had been turned into a child and so all the evil things that he did before he got turned into a child got expunged from his record because he learned everything and was legally recognized as a new person see that's the thing I can't tell
1: uh, we'll people, leave it up to the people, Hague to decide some people try to compare it to the baby group but it's just like no because it kind of made it seem like he was the same person he's now just a baby form because he even makes a comment of like I want my monocle back
0: what a horrifying creature. So
1: to me, it's just like, oh, so he still has the same memory. So to me, it's like, no, you're just a man in a baby's body. Think like at the end of Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator, when all the uncles and aunts take the stuff to make them 20, 20 years younger, and then they all turn into babies because they took too many because they're dumb. Except for the one aunt who took way too many and
0: then died. Yeah, doesn't she, like, turn into a fetus and then nothing? Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Where's that movie, Hollywood? I don't know.
1: Why do you guys always uh, check it out? she only do the chocolate fadget. You won't do the glass elevator when shit gets real.
0: Wait, so do you think that this means that if you drink the tears of Kool-Aid, man, it goes through a magical process that makes you young? Yeah, maybe. Also, do you think that Matt Walsh and Wesley Snipes are planning on manipulating Mr. Peanut so they could take over his empire, but now that he has the memories, he knows that they secretly staged the ledge that they were all stuck on where he sacrificed himself, and now they aren't entirely sure if they're going to do it. But Wesley Snipes really needs the money so that way he can finally destroy his biggest enemy of all time, the IRS.
1: Well, he does need that money, that's just
0: a fact. <laughs> Thank you, Wesley. Thank you, Mr. Snipes. Uh, All right. Uh, But
1: here's the real question. Why are the two of those men still even in a car together? At the other Jeff was asking that the other day.
0: Uh, Would you want to see Matt Walsh show up in a new Blade movie? Maybe. Like if he's going to be Werewolf by Night or... I think there is some red-haired guy in the Blade comics.
1: Probably. That would be interesting. But he can't be Blade anymore. <laughs> Herschel is Blade now.
0: I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Devin, did you say where you can be found? I online? did
1: not tell anyone where I could be found.
0: You can find me online at FredFed. That's F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T. And Luke, where can people find you? You can find me online at at Coltrek, that's K-O-L-T-R-E-G, which is also where you can find a link to the new Kickstarter that I am running for my new mini-comic, Super Slasher. It's a queer horror rom-com superhero comic, and it's going to be good. Uh, The campaign will end on March 3rd. So if you can kick in at least, like, five bucks, that gets you a copy of the comic. And if we get all the way to our $800 goal, uh, we're going to add in sketches and a bunch of notes. And I will talk shit about how this was my failed Superboy pitch that DC didn't go with, and I think they just turned him into a Red Lantern for a while. Hell yeah. They had no idea what they were going to do. Ant- uh Multiverse Uh, Multiversal Q slash ultiversal Q will be back this weekend with a new episode as we cover Ultimate Power which if you want to hear us talking for about a half hour ripping a bad comic into shit you're in luck it's a bad book it is well I think that wraps us up for now Devin I need to go to bed at a reasonable hour and not stay up late playing Skyrim
1: I, I don't care for that game.
0: I didn't for a while, but now I, I needed something that wasn't turn-based strategy.
1: Oh well, it's coming out to the Nintendo Switch here soon, and you should buy it.
0: I already bought Skyrim for the Switch. Yeah, it,
1: but you shouldn't buy that game. That game's just whatever. You should buy The Outer Worlds when it gets released for the. Nintendo
0: I heard production. that it had milk toast. I heard that it had milk toast politics and it was sort of the equivalent of uh, Elizabeth Warren politically. It depends how you or want to play. Something.
1: You can either burn down all of capitalism or be a huge capitalist pig. Your choice. Okay. Yeah, whatever. It's not about the story. It's all about the fact that they took all the gameplay from the Fallout slash all the Bethesda games that I hate and only kept the good stuff.
0: I reunited a demon with his dog. I'm looking at you,
1: Vat System. And Vat System is terrible, and I hate it.
0: I liked Vats. Uh, Vats yeah. to me turns
1: it into like a turn-based RPG, which is not what a shooter should be.
0: I don't think how they expanded it works well. I thought like Fallout 3 and New Vegas it worked well, but then when they completely changed it, it stopped
1: working. Yeah, out. but with the new one, it is just a you can kind of slow down time for some reason. To then get that so, cool thing. It's also made by the people who made New Vegas because this is basically their way of telling Bethesda to go fuck off and die.
0: Also fair. Uh Pied Books. See you later. Peace. Peace.